When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Ezekiel James Hampton. And you're listening to The Loud Spot with Sebastian. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. Tonight, I'm hanging out with Skylight Motion Picture. We got Ezekiel Hampton, all the way from the East Bay area. What is up, my brother? What's going on, good sir? Dude, your guys' band, so I'm trying to get into some different music on this podcast, and you guys definitely bring a different style of music to the podcast, so... What is your guys' band about? What do you guys represent? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know if we represent anything other than our desire to express ourselves and, uh, and, and play music. But we, I would say that we're, you know, like a cinematic pop band. Uh, we got a lot of influences from uh, bands from the 80s, uh, but also a lot of kind of ambient and uh, sort of lo-fi electronic uh, all kinds of genres that we love that we try to make in a pop music format. Very atmospheric music, right? Is that fair yeah, to say? So. Yeah. And how long have you guys been together? Uh, we first uh, started a few years ago. Uh, it was myself, uh, Lamar Engel, who played bass uh, and, and, and sang lead vocals, and uh, Joel Quigley played drums. Uh, Jordan Schaefer came in on drums uh, at some point, and also he plays everything, so he also sings. And uh, he came on board, and then Clarissa Puente uh, came in, and she uh, also sings. So we've kind of had a, a few folks coming in. What is the, this album that that you sent me? You sent me four songs from the album. When did this album come out? Was it February? Yeah, February this year. And the name of the album is "The Sonic Relocation and Transformative." Reverbication of the spirit is that right? 
the, the sonic relocation and transformational reverberation of the spirit. Okay. It's, okay. A, it's, a, it's a mouthful. <laughs> it is. Well, your songs, so I normally, we talked about this earlier, I normally don't like super long songs on the podcast because it's a 45-minute podcast, but the the length of your songs kind of fit this particular album's like style of what you guys are going with. I, I think I think it's fitting. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You know, it's it's interesting to see that because I know once the, when the uh, the the new album comes out next year, which is going to have a very different sound, but also the tracks are kind of more that closer to that three to four minute mark, uh, <laughs> which I think most people appreciate. But this definitely has kind of more of a spacier and, as you said, atmospheric vibe to it. So um, it, it, I feel like because of that, it sort of lends it uh, to to be able to go on a little bit longer. When you were writing these songs. Even though, like, one of them's almost seven minutes long, were you like, well, it's really long, but it's fitting, so we're going to go ahead and do it anyway? I would say that's fair to say. I, in a lot of ways, I'm kind of like a, like a chef that overspices. <laughs> uh, and maybe I'm a little bit of a hoarder as well, because if I like all the ideas, it's hard to give them up sometimes. And looking back, I mean, I feel like there might be some things I might change, but I like the idea of a song kind of taking you on a journey um, you know, and, and, and not necessarily having any, not feeling like there's any, uh, cliches or, okay, we had a verse and a chorus, and then we got to do another verse. I kind of want to let it to sort of be whatever, whatever feels right in the moment. I think a lot of artists, if they, if they weren't like produced, like, or had certain, like they knew they had to keep it under a certain time, especially for like rock songs. I think a lot of artists, when they're writing a song, they always come up with a new idea that'll fit that. And so then they want to keep it because it's a great idea and they don't necessarily want to take it out. But like I said, it's fitting for what you guys are doing and your style. The first song I want to play is Spy Blown Mind. All your songs really have a, a catchy, they're a little bit different in style. But they all have a very, like, the lyrics and the way the vocals are and the music. And that you're a monster musician with all kinds of things that you do. And we're going to talk about that. But let's play Spy Blown Mind right now. And then get into who's in the band and, and what's going on with, with your production. There's no reason 
have you done now? You got me started. Dude, that that's like really catchy, man. I love it. I love it. So who so you pretty much are a, without being a one man band, you pretty much do all the production to the music and then include other musicians, right? Yeah, I would say I've I've been since the inception of the bands the person, yeah, I would, you know, I, I write the the music most of most of the songs and lyrics. Uh, but we've had sort of different incarnations as well. So when we started out, it was maybe a bit more collaborative. And then as people have uh, um, gone on to other projects, I, I I will always keep keep this project going. So uh, right now I am, am a band of one, but I'm looking forward to hopefully expanding that uh, in the near future. And so everyone knows about Ezekiel and mine's relationship. I actually know, I know him he graduated one year less than I did from the same high school in uh, in Vacaville, California. Where and I've talked about this on the podcast before, so some of my regulars will know that's where I'm from. And there's the music influence as well. You know, and I know that the music influence in the time that we grew up has just kind of resonated in all of our souls from that time frame. It was huge. Yeah, I. I... I know, yeah, we've definitely talked about it. I, I wish that there was something that was still there in Vacaville that was able to uh, be a, such strong of a force because we had the Three Oaks Community Center, a lot of bands, a lot of famous bands played in Vacaville. Uh, Papa Roach came out of Vacaville, and it was all in that time. Like, I was in my first band ever at the time that Papa Roach got huge. Uh, so I'm just, like, thinking, oh, about, you know, we're going to be the next ones to be signed by DreamWorks. Um, <laughs> But it was, it was such a thriving music scene, and I definitely credit that to me wanting to be involved. And, and I know you were involved. I remember seeing you at shows all the time. And uh, it's just such a shame that, it, you know, ever since that got shut down, there's never been anything there for people to sort of kind of call their own. I, their think, own I, I think it's kind of hard to recreate, though. So it's like, it's like you have movies, and then they make the same movie later. Like, you know, 20 years later, the, the remake of whatever movie, you're kind of a big movie guy. But it's never the same as the original. And I think right now, it's too early to recreate that kind of music scene. But also, the music scene's changed. It's not the same as it was. You know, like, you dropped this album in February. I'll tell you, most of, like, these really big artists, they're dropping singles. You know, your style of music is different. So, you can probably pull that off. But there's not, like, that same... Everything's streaming now. You don't go to the CD warehouse and buy a $12 Sugar Ray album, you know? <laughs> you go on Spotify or or Apple Music or YouTube even, and you, like, play a song. And yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's, and I, I, I personally have a hard time adjusting that because that's not how I... I don't listen to the music that way myself, and it's hard for me to picture um here's a song and here's a song especially when you have in mind a body of of smaller moving parts that work together like a body you know what i mean you have your legs and your arms and they all work together as one unit uh so to me like i i, I approach albums and, and music the same way so that's i'm a little old school that way. You, I, do i feel the same so i when i buy songs i i mean i really like to hear the whole album or at least an ep or something like that and be, back in the day, it was you would drop an EP, and then if you got big, you would drop a whole album. Now it's just like single, 
single and kind of see what sticks. And it's just, I guess it's just the time, you know, we, we can't be old men about it. We got we to we go with what the times are doing, right? Exactly. Give me your damn kids and your music. <laughs> so, so when you guys play concerts, because your style is very different, m- musically, it's not, I would say you can't really just find all kinds of bands that sound exactly like you guys' sound, like your sound. Uh, I do know another band, that a couple bands, but they're not, they're not near where you live. Is it hard to find who you're going to play with, like, and who will allow you to play with them? Being like, maybe you can't play with all these heavy metal bands, but you don't really fit into like a, obviously not like a rap type group. So who do you try to find, who do you try to find to do a concert with? Well, so when we, uh, when we were playing shows, it was often us connecting with, with groups from Oakland, San Francisco, that area, because the uh, electronic music scene, um, the uh, synth you know, a lot of the like synth heavy music, a lot of stuff, it's, it's huge out there. There's a whole synth wave scene. Uh, and so fortunately, when we've had a couple of shows, we've been able to bring some really talented uh, artists out, out towards where, where I'm at in Napa. Um, but uh, it does make it challenging because the the smaller music scene that is around us, it's, you know, like I would say like a lot of places where you got a lot of like jam bands and um, gotcha. you know, not, a, not, a, not a ton of like, super niche uh, kind of genres. That makes sense. So you live in Napa right now? Yeah. Okay, so I guess in Napa you'd have a bigger pool to draw from, especially kind of being not that far from San Francisco. I would assume there's a lot more of this kind of style or similar other bands you could play with in San Francisco and not like like Sac- the Sacramento scene would maybe be a little bit harder. You know, it's definitely there. I know in Sacramento, but it's, I would say, yeah, but it's just at a smaller level. Um, Yeah. San Francisco and Oakland, always great hub. Sacramento has always been, and and you know this too, like it's great, great bands come out of Sacramento all the time. Um, But I I probably, it's just on a smaller scale compared to like San Francisco and the Bay Area. It absolutely is. Let's play Rain Dance right now. And then we're going to talk about it. Uh, Zeke, man, thanks for being on the loud spot. Skylight Motion Picture, I love the sound. I'm happy that you were able to do this podcast as we're trying to promote different kinds of music, different kinds of styles. I want to include, if I like it, I want to include it on the podcast. Right now, here is Rain Dance, Skylight Motion Picture.
Yep, man. Both of the songs I just played are killer songs. As a drummer, I can appreciate the off beat, like the 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 off rhythm that that song has, because that's hard to write stuff like that. It really is. Thanks, man. Yeah, I I, I love songs that uh, do similar uh, things where they kind of change up the time signature in the middle of a song. Uh, but I I got to give props to the our drummer uh, Jordan. Because he took, I kind of had a clunkier version, and he he smoothed it out to where it kind of had more of this four on the floor, like chill uh, beat, and it's it's one of my favorite parts of the album is just when all of a sudden it goes into that little that little part. That is so cool. When is your next album? When are you thinking that's coming out? And what kind of? You said it was a different style. When's it coming out? Are you already writing music for it? And who are some of your influences in that album? Well, I always have like four or five projects like ahead of time in mind. So, <laughs> right. um, yeah, but the, this, I would say this next album, it's, it's going to be stylistically a little bit different. It's kind of a bit more of a tribute to a lot of the music that I listened to in high school and in college. Um, and kind of had a sort of more of a, I like to call it like a, like a gentle sounding bedroom pop. It's kind of got a romantic and, but a kind of melancholy vibe to it. It's, uh, you know, groups like the Postal Service, um, Anchor and Braille, um, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy World, Death Cat for Cutie. So, you know, rather having it be a lot of synths and kind of atmosphere, there's uh, flutes, bells, pianos, strings, um, and uh, lots of harmonies, of course. That's going to be awesome, man. So when you do that album, I definitely want you to send it my way. I don't want to have you on again. Let's do it like the day before maybe the album drops or like, or maybe the day of or something like that. Like, let me know in advance because I get booked out. So let me know when like, you, when you feel like it's going to be so I can put like a question mark on my calendar for it. Yeah, no, sounds good. I got uh, um, pretty much all the songs are wrapped up production-wise. I just got a little bit of some tinkering around before I send it to get mixed and mastered. So uh, I, probably, I might go to the same guy who did my last album. Actually, it was the drummer from OK Go. Uh, mixed and mastered half half the album, so I, I may go to him again, and uh, he's a good good guy to work with. Awesome, man! I'm happy that we've because we we've, we've been friends on Facebook for a while, and I've had like several Facebook accounts. I know, and I add you on adding you on all my different accounts. <laughs> so I don't know if you've realized that or not. Every I said I've sent you like three friend requests over the course of a few years, I think. So uh, this one's a keeper, though. This one's well, about the podcast. Well, well, I'm always delighted every time every time I see you because then it's like, oh, it's good old Sebastian. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back on Facebook. So, uh, No Control. We're going to play that song and then we're going to go into Catching the Crow, the uh, almost seven-minute song. So, you know, that's what, that's what, that's what happens sometimes. You write seven-minute songs. Let's go to No Control, but I also want to talk about all the little trinkets in your background over there. So here is No Control right now. Please check out Skylight Motion Picture. Zeke, you are awesome, man. Thanks for being on the podcast once again. Here we go.
the most groovy song you have out of out of, out of all the out of the other songs that we've played what would you say this song reminds you of like visually yeah visually this i think of like uh, illegal street racing you know like at night and uh you know people in leather jackets and shades you know, <laughs> and like walking like you know walking with like really cool hair just kind of flipping like bobbing up and down um, yeah, definitely like this, like nighttime synth wave type of vibe. I think that's cool that, you, and in all your songs you played, we've kind of talked, you always have like a visual image of what that song reminds you of. And that's pretty, you know, that's kind of neat to, to talk about. I don't think, I guess everyone probably has that, but they've never talked about it before, uh, to me anyways. And so talking about it with you outside of playing your music on the podcast that we, we didn't talk about on the actual show. But personally, I think it's really cool that you have that and that you talked about it. It's really neat. Every single one of your songs has kind of a different feel or different kind of scene or vibe that you want to put with it. Well, Sebastian, you hit the nail on the head because me, I'm a movie fanatic. Um, but I also, like, I love, 
when I think about music that I've loved and that's, you know, it has an imprint on me from when I was a kid, it's, it's always, I always think of it, how it works as a score. So even it doesn't matter what kind of music I'm doing, anytime I'm thinking of music, there's always a visual component to it. And I'm sure it's tied to my love of films and also like tied to dreams. Like I'm very into, into dreams. I used to try to be an avid uh, um, lucid dreamer and this idea of, of how that, you know, any kind of art where you, have, where you use all your senses, uh, it tends to be more powerful, at least in my case, which is why I love films because you know, yeah. all these artists coming together to tell a story. So that, that is very cool. And what's also very awesome is all the little trinkets you have around you, the little in- instruments that you have. So what, name every instrument in your room right now. Like, what do you have there? Well, oh gosh, I, you know, I, I have a few keyboards. I got a guitar. Um, I have this guy's fun. I play this on all four songs that you feature tonight. I play the uh, Artifon 1. It's basically, it's like a MIDI controller, but you can use it as a, a violin, which I don't play violin, so I don't do that. <laughs> For guitar, you play guitar. You can use it as a drum machine, keyboard. Um, I play on um, Slide One Mine, the uh, Suzuki key chord. This is great. It's like an electronic auto harp. Uh, you just kind of press the keys and then sort of strum with your other hand. I, uh, where do you buy that at? Uh, online, mostly. That I've never seen that at Guitar Center. You know, I like maybe it's there. <laughs> I've never seen it there. I don't know. Yeah, they they probably don't have it there. But um, God, I got a bass guitar. You got a flute. Uh, you got a flute thingy, right? No, I have a little. Uh, yes, the old uh, classic little Irish tin whistle. Um. Which, cool. is, which is, you never know when you might, might need one. Um, this is kind of an obs- more of obscure one. I have an electronic tambura. Uh, <laughs> I love classical Indian music. And so this is kind of anytime I want to get something real drone, like a real drone sound, really good for a lot of intros and interludes. Uh, you kind of just sort of, it's got a little keyboard. You just set the key and uh, you kind of turn some knobs. It's pretty fun. That's uh, awesome. Look, dude. Yeah. You got that, and then I have, this is a. Uh, I'm just kind of sort of holding on to this for a while, but I have a hammer dulcimer, uh, which is another great, another zither instrument, which I which I love. Very very cool instruments that you can tell you do production with all the little uh, instruments you have around there. A lot of not normal instruments that people normally don't have. Look, I want to play Catching the Crow right now before we end the podcast because this song is very 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 catchy. Let's play it right now, dude. Here we go. Until we die 
Catching the crow. 
I think it was a seven-minute song that was worth listening to. I really mean that. I don't ever say that to anybody else. And I may harp on you for having a seven-minute song. But my honest opinion, I like that. I like the intro. I like the words. I like the music. And I think it was worth seven minutes. In my honest opinion, it was worth seven minutes. I want to ask you a question. If someone listens to my podcast, they want to check you guys out. Where can they go check out Skylight Motion Picture? Uh, thanks, man. I, probably the easiest place to go to is skylightmotionpicture.com. Uh, we got the hubs for all of our other platforms out there. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on iTunes, Amazon, Bandcamp. Uh, we're on Pandora. Uh, so where, where anyone would get any of the other music, you can find us. Your music video for Spy Blown Mind is a really funny entertaining music video. I recommend people going to their website. You can download all their music. You can at least play it. Can you download You can play it for sure. You can play the music. Can you download it also? Yes, yeah. Okay, so you can, you can, you can, you can listen to it and you can watch your music videos on there and it's a way to keep up with what you guys are doing and I, I'm really, like I can't emphasize enough how much I am looking forward to your next album, especially with some influences like the Postal Service. You know, everyone knows this as a punk and metal podcast, but the Postal Service is another group band that I I, I listen to because I like if it's good, I like it, you know. And so kudos to you for doing something a little bit different and experimental. Yeah, you know, and all these guys, too, that they ended up kind of doing some more, uh, you know, softer, uh, poppier music. They, they all started out in hardcore bands or punk bands before. So, I mean, you, uh, That's true. you know, songs there, you know. That's true. Real quick, favorite band you've ever played with on stage? Mm, a lot of good ones, but number one has to be Dredge. Dredge. That is an awesome band. People need to go check them out. Look, Zeke, we got to get out of here. Ezekiel Hampton with Skylight Motion Picture. 
Thanks to all my listeners for listening to the podcast. If you have music like this and you want to be on the podcast, come check it out. Come check me out. The Loud Spot on Facebook. And maybe we'll get you guys on if I like it enough. Peace out, everybody. Thanks, brother.